Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Corey, the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm just here to say thank you guys for coming back to episode 44, um, or 43. <laughs> it's hard to keep track sometimes. Either way, thank you guys for being here. Make sure you subscribe or follow. The more you do, the more people can enjoy in the uh, adventure because it puts it out there on newer feeds and, and kind of uh, kind of ups our, our view situation, but uh yeah, anyway, I won't take up much of your time. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the episode. Year two, day four. I have the best friends in the world. The anniversary of the Grove burning was a few days ago. To be honest, I'd almost forgotten that my birthday was the day after. Growing up, the anniversary of my birth was just that. Nothing special. Just a marker of how old I was. Not that my family didn't... Don't... Love me. They did. They do. But these people, God's above these people. Even with Sir, gone to go do some soul-searching after our time with the crystal, they all did everything they could to make me feel special. It's strange, leaving one family and somehow managing to find another. Admittedly, uh, our joy was cut a bit short since a full-on black dragon rose out of the water and tried to kill us. We barely made it out with our lives. Or our undeath, as it were. I think the longer I'm dead, the less I care about my own safety. I worry far more about my friends and Caster these days than myself. That's probably not healthy, is it? Anyway, sorry, I'm getting off track. We made it off the island with the liar and straight into the sewers of Fortosum. Lucky we didn't get arrested on the spot. After some discussion, we teleported to Tansom to wait for Zer to get back. He arrived earlier today. He's different. Not in a bad way, just different. Now, we have to figure out what we're doing to prepare for the final battle. I brought up meeting with my family. Caustic and Finn in particular seem to like that idea, especially since it would give them a chance to handle their own stuff. For my own part, I'll be honest, I'm terrified to see my family again. No, not my family. My mother. What will she say when she realizes what and who I've become? And of course, just as we're starting to talk about all this, we have Zer's delightful assassin show up at our door. And he doesn't want to kill us. In fact, he wants to help us defeat Zolom. I'm still not sure I trust him, but I don't trust much of anybody. What have we got to lose? Hi everybody, I'm Corey. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster GJ. I'm here with the party. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Let's go ahead and do some introductions, and then we will get into game. Um, let's go ahead and start with Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo Max, and I play Caster, your Grave Cleric Azmar. Z-Man Ultra. I am Chris, and I'll be playing Zareth, your human monk of the Old Light. Dust. Hello, I am Dust, and I will be playing 
Finn, the human bardlock. Jace. Hello, I'm Jace. I'll be playing Caustic, the human uh, keeper of memories. And last but not least, Alex. Hello, hello. I'm Alex, and I will be playing Callisto, your tiefling vampire druid. All right, so we have uh, pretty much recapped pretty well. Uh, let me go ahead and start the sounds, and we can get directly into... So you guys find yourself in that kind of older building at this point. It's been left unmanned for a while. Um, no sign of skeezy, uh, really. Uh, food's pretty much rotten that was left here. And it's probably taken a bit of cleaning to kind of make this place look any kind of good. Feel free to take it away. Is the assassin still here? No, he went to go get some ice cream. Yes, he's here. <laughs> iced cream? Iced cream. They have this, this iced cream. He's all in disguise. Uh, so... Caustic will... Uh, kind of... I don't know what the... Is the assassin, like, with us, or are we kind of standing separately? Yes. Um... I'd say he's he's like with you. you I know uh, um, brain function. I know Zare introduced him into the building last uh, last time. Um, it was like the very last thing that we did. So he is inside, uh, probably just inside the doorway. I'm gonna close the door behind him and invite the mysterious stranger in a seat. Um, where he has no access to any of our food or beverages or <laughs> to any of our inventories. Um, but I'm going to make sure he's warm and comfortable. Okay. He'll pop a squat in like a wooden chair, kind of lean it back against the corner of the room, kind of far away from the table, far away from food or anything. So, uh, two questions right off the bat. Um, does Zalem know that you've done this? Probably, Lord Vegas know. Okay. But to be fair, he probably figured I was going to do that anyway. It's more just for planning purposes to know if we can use you as an asset to get near to get near him. Um, okay, so when you betrayed your, your contract, which no huge complaints here, um, did you come up with any sort of plan or anything, or is that going to be on us and you just lend aid? Look, taking him down's all you guys. I'm just here to give you the information you need, maybe don't have, and give you an in to getting close to him. Past that, I ain't strong enough to take him on. Okay, but you will help us, like, possibly get into the castle, uh, know where security checkpoints are. Things yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I got you covered there. Okay. Well, uh, you said you had information. Uh, care to share it? Well, I don't know what he is, but uh, Zalem is no easy picking. I'll tell you that much. 
And and he's gonna look around the room. Honestly, I have doubts you guys will be able to take him. I've not seen anything with that kind of power before, and it's a bit scary. But he seems a little afraid of you, and I don't know why. So, I can tell you this. You're going to need to get a little stronger. That's for sure. But once you do, his plans are something going on probably around the end of the year. Maybe a little later. I don't know. He's been kind of ambiguous with it all. Something about shattering the universe and destroying everything. And Honestly, uh, I live in everything. So... so how is I guess just for logistics um, I, I don't know how to phrase this without it sounding stupid is Zolom still occupying Lord Vader the wheels moving but the hamster's dead okay that's fine that's honestly kind of answers the second question, which is, what is Lord Vagrant's physical state? So I assume he's not doing too well then. I mean, Zalem at this point has the memories of Vagrant, but he's not Vagrant, clearly. You know, he's just using the political kind of situation to rise himself to a point where he's not questioned. And he's got enough resources to get pretty much anything he wants at this point. And he's still presentable as vagrant. The the body isn't tearing apart at the seams or anything like that. He's done something to it. I don't know what, but uh, put a prolonging spell. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know. Okay, that. I was just wondering if we could maybe be like, oh yeah, a totally normal guy who's bursting with arcane energy or is like rotting actively or smells of sulfur and reek and burns of hellfire or anything like that but if that's not happening then I mean from what I heard I thought the original body he was in burned up and then he found Vagrant (sighs) past that I don't don't know how he's keeping the guy together Uh, oh no the original body yeah kind of and Caustic will look at Finn uh, turn to dust I think yes yes Uh, yeah we were we were there for that one um, and so, yeah, that, that checks out. You want someone as rotten as you are. Um, okay, so, can't do anything with that. Uh, sorry to have interrupted for questions. Uh, more information, continue. Right now, he's held up in what little bit of the Fortosum Kingdom is still left. Other than that, he's put himself in power. Taken reign as king for interim sake, and is kind of ruling with an iron fist, as he would put it. Though the iron will come later, the fist is there. Right now, he's trying to stay low until he's taking care of you guys. I think that all makes sense. Um, I mean, shattering the universe, even for a god, is kind of uh, a big deal in my humble opinion it would make sense that he is trying to hold us off as long as possible for him to do it as soon as possible 
which by your mark seems to be the end of the year. Perhaps, and you can maybe verify this, is he doing that for fear that he might literally fall apart before then? I don't think he has any fears of falling apart. I think he thinks you guys have something that could stop him. An item, but other than that, I don't know. Something about a blade. Do you guys have multiple blades? I don't see anything special about them. I have stick. Even worse. Indeed. If you don't mind me asking, what's this plan you have to get us closer to him? Uh, well, technically he has made his lair top right corner of the castle one of the tallest towers of course one of the last things still standing from the dragon's attack um, oh by the way didn't know if you know it but he kind of uh, had a hand in that what do you know about that because the last we heard the queen might have been involved and with my mother in the position she's in, that information might be very important. Well, in... so the situation with the dragon, I know very little about, but uh, I know I know the general idea of where it came from. Uh, the dragon was causing issues to Frifosum. Uh It kind of stayed somewhere down south into the mountain wrist area. Uh, the queen had person go and take care of it which sealed it into a book rather than killing it for some reason they thought the creature should live I don't understand but um, that book eventually found its way into uh, Vagrant's hands through exchange of coin past that I have no clue how it got out so that I can't help you with But anyway, as I was saying, top tower, I know the secret doors, I know the passageways, I got the passwords. Can you Everything get us to my here. mother? Uh, why? She seems to have information that could help us. Uh... Maybe uh, that one's a bit up in the air, but I could try. She doesn't really have any secret passageways, but she has a she has her own room. Um, you know, maybe we can find a way there. Can't promise anything on that one. Okay. Could you, may, could you maybe get her out of there? Like, say, using her like you're going to use her for bait, and you need her. To, out, I just like, I just need to know real quick because like I'm agreeing who is your mother? The Duchess. The the Dutch uh, to his wife. Yeah. Like I said, okay, so alright, that's a little bit less okay, so you weren't talking like a handmaiden to the queen or something, because like that would have been hard. Um maybe. Um getting her out. 
probably better off just forging a letter, seeing if somebody can, I don't know, send her out to a local town or something. I don't, I don't, I mean, I getting her out short of kidnapping her is all I can do. And chances are they've got a couple of guards staged outside of a room. You're, you're asking for a multiple man kind of situation. I'm just a singular. Um, Zara at this point is looking to Cossack because um, he knows that Cossack has the one with either the ability, he's, he's kind of lost track, as there's not a magic guy. He's kind of lost track of whether Cossack actually has the ability to cast Remove Curse on the necklace or whether he has the scroll, but either way, he's, he's kind of like signaling with his eyes, like, what do you think, Cossack? How valuable is this information of my mother's? And he'll make like a little sign with his hands, like, what's up? So, um, Zara's not much of a magic guy, but he knows that either Caustic A has the ability to cast Remove Curse because they have mentioned the ability to do so, or he is aware of the scroll that we got earlier in the adventure. And Zara also knows that Cossack was intent on using either of those abilities on the necklace that is binding his mother. So Zara is kind of looking at Caustic um, around this question of, and it's kind of going to give him like a hand signal signing like, is this worth it? What do you think? Um, I... I want to save her, because I, I think to get her, because I think that that's another important source of information, and also just being cursed is not something that's good. My one issue is either we get into the castle, we get your mother out, and then Zalem knows that we've gotten into the castle. Like, we'll have another asset, but Zalem will know that that was us. And that will change our plans severely, and I don't know if her mother will be able to assist us then. Or, when we go to confront Zalem, we free her mother, and we just don't really use her as an asset. Uh, if, if that makes sense, it, it kind of puts us in a sticky situation where I think if we try to use her as an asset and free her, we should free her regardless. I just don't know that we'll be able to use her as an asset. That makes sense, to put it so bluntly. I just nodding along. Caster will speak up and he'll say, I can, I can get in and out quickly and safely if you need me to. The problem is not whether we can extract her. The problem is that if she specifically goes missing, that's a huge clue to Zalem. And I don't think that he will notice, or I don't think he won't notice her missing. If he has her cursed, if he has her under control, then that's for a reason. So you're going to, and if she's under security, that's for another reason. So they, they notice the, her missing. That's, that's my issue. And I don't know that we can overcome 
that obstacle, except uh, when, when Callister kind of says it like that, uh, they'll look at Finn. Finn, do you... Can you do long-lasting illusions? Uh, he'll, like the... He'll hold out his hand and the Book of Shadows will come and he'll start, like, flipping through it. Uh, give me a few seconds to look through and see if I have something. Zer kind of lights up at a second and he actually turns to Fidium and he, he's, he's racking his mind. He's not sure how to come up with this question. Fidium, your, your, your expertise back in the desert, you know, deciphering all those codes, you don't have the ability to create some kind of maybe musical cipher if uh, I helped musical? you. <laughs> um. My mother and I both played the harp. It was something that we shared before she left. She would still know how to decipher something if it was presented in a musical context, and not many other people would. Um... I'm just not smart enough to do it by myself. So, let's see. Yeah, he can create ciphers. Um, it is part of his linguist feat. Um, although, you know, making it musical would be kind of difficult. Um, but, I mean, he could create a cipher for you. Um, it would mean that you would have to hope that your mother could beat the DC to figure it out. Well, it, would it would it be possible to artificially lower the DC, but maybe just, I mean, it can't guarantee anything, but count on nobody else being able to figure out the key? Um, like, basically just artificially lower the DC. For her and no one else. Um, For everybody, basically. Um, yeah, you could you could kind of lower it, but the likelihood of somebody else also figuring it out would be also high. Yeah, um, there I'm, is the potential that you could send her a cipher uh, or the answer key in some way, in um, private. Oh, a book cipher with sheet music. I'm trying to see if I could spell a message using notes like literally being like a through g like what words can i spell um it's it's hurting my brain but i i jason trying to come up with something for that to be somewhat simple as long as we keep it simple with as few letters as possible do you think we as a group it would be fair to come up with a very simple short message um, using the letter names of the notes on the strings of a harp as well as the pedal positions, like up, down, neutral. Like, that gives us a few options with some... Like, obviously, we're not going to create a full-on cipher in character or out of character, but um, gives us some... I'd say it would have to accumulate between two intelligence checks, meaning a certain degree... Or DC, um, which would 
one would probably be Fidium because he does the ciphering, and, and the other one would be probably Zer because he does the music. Unless you want, okay, um, Finn no, that... to do it. Um, oh, um, well, so could I help? Could... Hmm. Can I help Finn? Because I know how the harp works, but Finn's more competent with and probably a little bit more intelligent than Zer. Uh, so, when we add a third person, we're going to start bringing the DC up. Okay. But, um, what... Alright, so here's just how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Alright? You can give either you the chance at rolling it with uh, music uh, or performance, mm -hmm. or you can let Finn do it at his performance... And uh, Fidium can add his intelligence roll to the roll. Now you can give a, a d4 to the entire roll altogether for a help action. Okay. But okay. Any, anything more than that, it's going to start getting too convoluted. Okay. Um, this this is what I think I would like to do, and I'll 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 parse this out to the party to see if they all agree. Um, Zare would like to um would like everyone's help in constructing a plan for a message. And then Sarah will translate that plan into some kind of musical notation. And then Fidium will write the cipher. So well, first of all, um, what do we, where do we want to lure her? How do we want to signal to her? Does anybody have any ideas? We could have her go to the uh, the church. You know, uh, you know of of uh, a guy. Uh, meter, the one that meter. Meter. Yeah, movements restricted. Like, is she under guard? Is she confined to rooms? Is she allowed to go about the castle? What is what is her restriction here? If it is hard to get her out, what is the restriction of her? Sorry, what about asking me? Uh, sorry, no, we're we're kind of discussing a plan for the message. Oh, that that oh. was actually a question oh. to him because that will depend I'm sorry. on the message. If if she sorry, can't was, get to the was, church, if she's confined to quarters, then telling her to go to the church does nothing. So we can figure out what the rules are for this extraction for this work before we sent her the message you know you know what i mean to save us confusion and effort so i apologize i should have made sure my intent was clear yes uh looking at the assassin uh is she under guard does she have movement about the castle what's her jail as it were i mean i don't think he's jailed her or anything Although, being his active queen currently, I don't think she has much freedom besides needing to go out for tea and crumpets. Um, I don't know. Truthfully, I've only been walking with Zala, so my information on the queen is kind of low. Chances are, though, she might have enough swing to be able to leave the castle at a certain point. But besides, I... the time comes, I don't think Zalem's really going to give a shit about anything else. 
I, I have a, a quick idea then. Why don't we meet her in the middle? Why don't we meet her at the stage where we all first met my mother and Lord Vagrant? If you're looking to get her out, make a really convoluted plan. So here's what I'm going to offer. When this is all said and done, you don't look for me. And if you do, well, you know what'll happen. We both know what'll happen. You leave me be, and I will help your mother get out of the castle before whatever final battle you're planning. It saves you time. It saves me time. It stops Solemn from catching on too early. It's a win-win. There, um... Yeah, so, um... So, to, to basically, um... Start off this cipher process, I'll make my performance roll, and then I'll say what, um... Some, some, some key things um that i think will help lead her to the stage where we first met do we need a cipher if he's doing the extraction i i'm uh sorry i'm i'm lost yeah i, th I thought that's what we were going to do i just don't want to if we if that's if you want to like create the cipher, using you... the cipher, then the message should work. Then you're not going to need me. But if you want okay, me to that... take care of it so that you guys don't have to deal with any of that, I can do that. Um, I'm I'm just I I'm going to um I'm going to let Phidium make his roll and see if we can just craft a message because it just takes downtime to craft a message and we can decide whether we want to use it or not. Um, while while everyone's doing that, Caster's going to look to you guys and say, do you mind if I go prepare something that might be helpful for us? Uh, sure. Caster. Yeah. I could be good or bad. Or at some point I'd like to talk with most of the people here in private. Okay. I honestly, I'll just I, I'll wait until we can all get together to have this conversation, so that way it's not piecewise. Yeah. So, Caster will actually exit the building, and he's going to head to the Temple of Pelicos. This is just going to be something quick. Um, Corey, he'll do what we talked about uh, over the week. But he'll also go to the Temple of Pelicos and cast the spell there. Word of recall. So he'll designate this as his sanctuary. Good call. No pun intended. Good recall. Pun fully Thank intended. You. Thank you, thank you. And, you know, after a while, he'll come back. 
Everything all right there, Caster? Yes, I just set up something so if we get in trouble, we can all instantly come back here to the Temple of Pelicos. All? So six of us. Okay. Me and five other people. All right. Um, well, I've I've constructed this. It's messy, and the pen exploded halfway through. Um, but I have a suite for seven harps, which were that many on the stage. Um, and it starts in one key, and then it goes away to a very desert-like passage, and then it comes back to the home key. Um, very short composition, very messy, lots of messed up harp diagrams, but with my natural one that brings the, um, the baseline for the DC up to a 14. Um, Ophidium is going to roll a 10, a total of 24, a cipher small enough to send and say a sending message. I don't think that's going to do it. Like it's, it's possible, but both of you guys didn't quite roll great. You rolled a one and he got a 10. So, oh, we're not, we're not sending it by, by by sending we're trying to send it by mail i have a, a manuscript that doesn't make any sense and that's probably suspicious unless they can't read music so all right but chris okay. uh yeah. also had to like help kind of create it as a cipher like from a musical cipher to like an actual textual cipher and that's the part that Corey is saying that, like, together with the low rolls, like, is that that's what you're getting across? So, Corey, like, it one, basically it's going to be it, even if this, like, still you rolled a one. Okay, let's let's mm -hmm. look at that here. You rolled a mm -hmm. one. You had a fourteen. Ten together. That's a twenty-four. The DC was higher than that. Whether your roll was still good, even with the bonuses, you didn't make the DC for this to work properly. Okay. However, we want to word that. That's just what it is. Like I'm, I'm then it's... gonna, I'm gonna say, you know what? Um, despite my best efforts, I don't think that this cipher that Fidium and I created is going to be convincing enough. I think it looks too suspicious. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think it's going to um, tip off someone, um, especially because. Not even somebody who can read music can read this. Um, what's our next yeah. plan? Go ahead and get um, inspiration for that. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, thank you. Question, actually. Uh, if, if I may ask our guest. Do you know, if, or, or sir, I don't actually know if you would know the answer to this. Do you know if uh, the Duchess happens to have a window of some kind? Stained glass, but I don't think it opens. Well, shit. Uh, the reason well, I ask. In, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the reason I ask, I have a spell. Uh, I haven't used it before. Uh, I tried it when I was a kid. Didn't go well. 
Um, but I could send an animal messenger to just kind of land on her shoulder and whisper into her head, and then I don't think we need to worry about ciphers, at least from my understanding. Does she speak animal? No. Uh, hold on. The spell is animal messenger. Give me just a second to put that in chat. Uh, we could do all of that, but I think that our new associate actually has a point. First off, do you, do you want to give us your name? Would you be willing to do that so we don't have to refer to you vaguely? Thorn. Thorn? Like on, like, roses? Rose, yes. Okay, cool. So, Thorn, I mean, it's better than kind of talking about you while you're not here. Anyway, so, I think Thorn has a point. We're doing a whole bunch of complicated things. We can make it simple. Thorn, if you could get us into the castle, just kind of point us there, then we go take on Zolom. While we take on Zolom, Thorn... You get the Duchess to safety. We're good. We're completely clear. Uh, at least for my part, no harm, no foul. But that's mostly up to Zare. Um, that's... Bring her back here. She'll be in that... Tansom, safe and sound. Oh yeah, bring her. Just I guess that's true. So Tansom, that's great meeting spot. We could you do the Temple of Demeter in Tansom if that's what we decide to do. I'd be in Demeter. the Temple of Demeter. Demeter is in Portosum. The Temple. Oh, the, the Great Temple, the Great Temple in Tansom. I'm sorry, the, the main temple in Tansom. Uh, but that that way we don't have to worry about anything, and we can send a letter with Thorn that you can write there and just, you know, be like, like I'm writing this. Just trust this man. His name is Thorn. He's supposed to take you to Tansom. Uh, and just kind of give her step-by-step -step stuff so that she knows what's happening. Uh, yeah, sure. Zer will step forward to the assassin and he'll he'll um, reach back through his robes and say, you seem to have an appreciation for blades. Maybe even finely crafted ones. And he'll pull out his Halidy, which is a curved double-edged dagger that his that he's had this whole time that his dad used to use for fine glass tooling. Um, this was my father's. She'll recognize it instantly. And um, he hands it by the center hilt to um, Thorn. Caustic will note that handing. You know, he's an assassin. So immediately he's gonna kind of take it. He's gonna do like the whole finger roll flip hand kind of... You know, he's gonna get acquainted with the blade. It's gonna look kind of... Not really impressive, but like he knows his way around a blade to a certain well degree. Um, and then he will kind of flip it around and stick it into his uh, his belt. Okay. Okay. So, um, that just leaves how we are going to fight Zalom, and I think that's oh. us. Which one of you is caustic? 
or soot or jace uh, not jace jesus <laughs> no, what was his, no! what was jesus. his original <laughs> leopold uh, uh, yeah, Paul kind of raised his hand. Something about my dad, I assume. Yeah, he's working with Solomon too. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, I've known that from the beginning. Is he in over his head? I assume. You could say that. He's made a deal with Solomon apparently to. Leave you the only one alive for things to go bad. Well, I'm glad that my dad has consigned me to a lonesome oblivion should things go bad. I really appreciate that. Father, so very nice. Um, is he free to move about and do things as he wishes? Fuck no. Okay. Oh, thank God. Okay, He's so we don't... lapdog. All right. Ooh. That mean he'd be in the same chamber as Solemn? Possibly. I have Possibly. I have an idea. I have an idea that involves my specific skill set. Me, my specific skill set. I have an idea. Um Can it involve okay. other people so we don't split up again? It doesn't actually split us up. It kind of okay, does, cool. in a weird sense, um, but not in any real sense. Um, Thorn, um, actually, is there like a, this is to Corey, is there like a back room or an area that is functional that we can go off to to have some privacy? Uh, there is the kind of like washroom slash storage area that... Um... Uh, moment went into. Oh, I remember that being small. I don't want to cram like five people into like a single toilet bathroom. Like, hey, what's up, everyone? Um, I, Thorn, um, could we have the room? Sure. I'll, uh, Thank you. I'll step outside. Wonderful. I'm gonna kind of shut the door, um, but like kind of try to keep an eye on him through either a window or a door, and like before I shut it, uh, Traster, can you uh, do you have anything Hello. to make it so he can't hear us? Uh, not well, prepared. And while you're watching him. Um, he is going to take out an apple and use the dagger that uh, uh, Zer gave him and cut up the apple and eat it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> because it's more of a tool than a weapon. <laughs> uh, okay, so in that case, I'll just, after Caster saying no. Uh, okay, well, um, I, who are, are who is going to wield this weapon, because I think our choices are kind of thin, unless we want to go on a bit of an excursion to see if we can find anyone. Say what? The weapon. Who is going to actually wield the weapon? What is... 
if we are to strike down Zalem and, and use the power of the crystal to do that, however, we have been told, advised, whatever, warned that there are others who are better suited at it than us. Who is going to be those? Who, who are those people? Well, there's, we still have another option. Like, if we could find the other half of the of the purification, we won't have to have the weapon. Question, Corey. Uh, is Fidium still in the room? Yeah, but he's kind of, um, you know, when, once you guys kind of started talking about stuff, he's kind of, like, catching up with Arwen, and they're kind of, like, laughing a little bit. Like, not, like, completely not paying attention, but they're having like a like kind side conversation, which means they're not like fully involved in what's the first conversation with the assassin because he like, he had none of that information. Totally, uh, Callisto's gonna just silently catch Caustic's eyes, glance over to them, glance back, and kind of quirk an eyebrow like. Caustic will kind of that's the thin options, as it were, like that. I think that may one but and and Finn I did hear you as well but <clears throat> we need to make sure push comes to shove that we have an absolute final plan right I don't mean to make things more complicated but has anybody else considered the possibility that the final blow, so to speak, and the purification ritual are maybe one and the same? I would feel if that was the case, Dagon would, would not make me go through all this to, to do something we are already doing. No, well, but not one and the same, but two parts of a single of a ritual. Whole. And oh. Think of it as, as, a, as a surgery, as, a, as an amputation. You, you make sure you always bind the, the wound where you're going to cut it, and then you sever the bad part. So perhaps, perhaps there, that's uh, an excellent idea. Perhaps the purification ritual can isolate the badness that the sword can strike down. But that is a, a possibility that can happen, so we'll keep that in mind we'll try the purification ritual it may end up needing that i don't know how these things go um okay uh second do we want to feed bad information to my father to feed to Zalem? okay how is that going to help us because Zalem probably won't trust us anyway he won't trust your us. He won't trust you. my father. If I go and if I if I talk to my father and I'm like, you tell Zalem that we're coming for him, and that we're coming for him on this day, but it's not that day. It's like the day before, or like the day after, or something like that. Or like we're gonna come for him, and he better look as we walk across the sunrise. And it's just like, oh, that's right. We'll be coming from the opposite direction. Just something like that to to get him off guard or to lure him into a trap of our making. That we get to spring on him. Is your but father that... the type of person that would work for? I mean, he wants to see himself and me 
survive. So if I feed him warnings, then we'll go, hey, Zalem, they're going to do this, take care of all of them, and make sure that me and my son survive. And then problem solved. Think like the worst person in the world would think. And then I, I'm appreciating your vigor, um, Cossack, and I think there might be some validity to it. Not to diminish your idea, but maybe something simple like saying we're seeking refuge in Sorlem would distract them enough to allow Thorn to infiltrate Protosum's palace and get my mother out. We're... I mean, I guess this is kind of also part of things. I, are we not infiltrating, are we not using Thorn to also infiltrate the castle, and then Thorn is... That, that was the plan that I suggested. I, Because he, he said once he gets your mother out that he's done. So if we can just kind of tag along while he infiltrates, and then be split up while he gets your mom, and we engage Zalem, which will also give your mom cover to leave, if that makes Clarified. sense. Clarified. Thank you. Um, I think that, that works as well. But I think we need to to decide on a move before it gets dark. So our new friend, excuse me, so our new friend can get on the road before uh, before the sun sets any further. Um, okay. Is I everybody? Yes, Finn. I don't think going. As much as I hate to say this, I do agree with him that we need to get stronger. We have, we know when his plan is, so we have more time to figure that out. Though maybe for right now, just send him on his way and have him meet us, like in a week or two, like like before, like at some point before this to finalize the plan. But maybe take care of a few things beforehand. Would you like to take care of? Hold on. Sorry, I have to actually pause to not metagame. Finn did tell us about his optional objective, his loyalty mission. I I I have mentioned that the that there is something. Yeah, least. that yeah, okay. there that I that I would that there is something, yeah. I, I didn't want to be like, Finn, did you want to go do your thing and have that not even be known to, to Caustic so before I said that. So woo, 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 woo. there we go, audio cut. Uh Finn, did you want to, would your thing help us get stronger? I won't say it'll get us, at least for me, I would like to go uh, to Lorbrum for, for something I, that I'd like to take care of. But I do think maybe we should uh, talk with uh, Callisto's family. And I and also, like I said, I still want to see if I can. We need to find the other half of the purification ritual. Okay, do we have any leads for that second half of the purification ritual? I'll, the only thing is, he'll he'll tell me when it when we're close by. I could help with that again if we have the money. Uh, so 
In that case, since we have a plan... Oh, sorry, Callisto, go ahead. Whoa. You're good. Jesus. Did that, did that just happen? Yeah. Yeah, some of the war from off. It, it just hit. Oh, it's from in the distance. Off. I was wondering, we like, we have the assassin somebody... right here. I'm like, this dude can't fucking that stop that blowing so... up buildings. No, just remind I thought that was just thunder. there is still a war. I thought that was through somebody's war. microphone and there was like lightning struck their house or something. <laughs> like, I, I, was I, like, I, oh, I seriously yeah. just thought the assassin was like, well, while I'm here, might as well blow up another building. Like, fuck it. I hate hometowns. Okay. Uh, so, I love war. Uh, Calista, um, you were saying something. Well, I've just been thinking about this a lot. I mean, for my own purposes, of course, because uh, I'm dead. But what are the odds that the purification ritual in Devil's Pass is the other half of this ritual? Like, the, the purification ritual thingy that crystal Cody that, mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. What are the odds? I, think? I could ask, but I don't... I honestly do not think because... He said that he gave that crystal to that person, or to, to whoever, and it ended up in Devil's Path. This is something before his time. Unless I'm mistaken, Kodia right. is looming in the shadows in the corner of this building. No, he went back to his... Yeah, yeah we, we dropped him off. <laughs> oh, did um, we? I missed that yeah. part entirely. I apologize. I could try to help us find more about the purification ritual if we had more money again. I just need incense. How much money? Uh, briefly, let me check my spell really quick. Where is it? Uh, roughly 250 gold pieces. I definitely don't have that. I can I think an this is this is time for the cliche of time is money. We have a magical liar at our disposal. I think we can stand to go to Devil's Pass, then possibly to Sorlem if we need to, Lorbrim, and then finally either the Grangle Jungle or Fertosum in the, that, that, the time period that we have. Um... I just, I can't produce money that fast, and I don't know where to get it. I think that that is probably okay. Um, so, let let me ask this uh, as well, Callisto. Um, if we're doing a small infiltration mission, do you think that your family would still be of help? Roughly 500 people who can turn into rats at will? Absolutely. Fair enough. Okay, so we can do that. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, okay, well... Uh, Whether they'd be willing is a completely different story, and we should ask them first, because they most right. of them haven't left, ever. Uh, Corey, what, what time is it? At uh, this point? Uh, probably really late within the day. Um, I'd probably say like 11 p.m. close to midnight. Oh god. Okay. Uh, so why don't we do that in the morning? Get a nice rest here. Uh, let Thorn know that we'll just meet him there on whatever day. What day do we want to 
what day and where do we want to meet Thorne? So we can go ahead and tell him to hit the bricks. Did you describe the noises that we're hearing? Sorry, that, that, that last one was nothing. Um, okay. It's me fucking up the damn sound machine. Uh, do, do we want to just have him meet us there in two weeks? Meet us at Cortosum? Uh, or I just keep making things complicated. Uh, do we just want to let him know that, yeah, we'll be in Cortosum in two weeks and that we can send him a message whenever? And then might, coordinate. Might be for the best. Send him a message regardless whenever we happen to find ourselves there. Um, I think I think we have it. Okay. Great. Uh, blind kind of blind, but at least we have a bearing. Uh, so we're going to Devil's Pass first? Or where, where are we hitting first is the, is the question. I think... Devil's Pass is fair first. We can we can go to Devil's Pass, get that figured out. Then, if we need to, go to Sorlem. If not, I think just skip to Wargrim to take care of whatever you need to take care of. Then, and then once we do that, we can teleport to Callisto's home, see if her family would help us, uh, and then go from there. Oh, okay then. Um, then I got a letter to write, and he's gonna kind of go off into a corner. Oh, there is definitely also business that I need to take care of in Lord Grimm that I do not want to. Um. Well, I'm apparently getting married, so can't hey. be any any worse. <laughs> months ago oh yeah oh yeah that's right i completely forgot we did trick the the woman no we did not trick her i was planning on coming back and letting her know beforehand and then we literally got carried away now i believe we got on a boat and sailed away no we had time after sailing away, we could have gone there, gotten the crystal, come back. I could have been like, hey, sorry that this arranged marriage isn't going to work. But then we literally got teleported across the continent in real time. So I missed my wedding because I was being teleported. You'll, you'll hear a knock on the door. Uh, peek out in the door, like, look to see who it is. It's... it's the assassin's kind of like there, just kind of oh. eating the apple like what's, what's going on like oh well Zara's right there he's just going to give a nod to Cossack like is it okay Cossack will give a thumbs up okay um he's going to open up the door quickly I'm um, apologize on behalf of no one in particular just come on and get yourself warm again I think um I think a good night's rest would do us well, and then you can be off in the morning with our plan, or part of our plan. Uh, I don't plan on staying the night. Okay. 
probably not a good idea. Uh, so what's the general consensus? Do you want me to just meet you another time? What? Well, how fast can you get to Fortos? <clears throat> Three days. Well, then, well, shall we say, and he gives a look around the room, um, shall we say on on the morning of the fourth day? Does that sound reasonable to everybody? That's that's what I would say, is give him a full day heads up, so that way there's a day of planning and of just in case something happens. Good, good idea, sir. Okay. We'll meet you on the fourth day in Fortosum with the Duchess alive. <laughs> All right. And he will actually poof away in a bit of smoke. Luck in the shadows. Um, yep. Oh, sorry, Finn, go ahead. Here's a, a crazy uh, thing. Has anybody been to Devil's Pass? Nope. Nope. Oh, y'all didn't? I was hoping that y'all would have. Um, Corey mm -hmm. would Caustic and their dad have ever gone whenever going to Sorlem? Like, would they not have, like, gone, sailed down to Blarg and, like, taken the road to Sorlem? Maybe like once. Um, you were like probably around seven-year-old summer vacation kind yeah, of thing. Pretty much. Okay. You were you were probably heading off to Surga to pick up some more uh, some more supplies before you headed down south into Sands uh, Sands uh, Sandshade. Okay. Um, classic. Well, kind of out twenty years ago. I've into Devil's Pass, so that'll get us near there. I mean, uh, as long as we you've been there before, I, I, I think we'll be okay. I just wanted to make sure because I know I, I avoided that place like the plague when I left uh, Charrington. Well, it was a, my father had to some sort of tour Kind of thing he was doing, he was trying to drum up some business deals. Uh, yeah, so I, I remember I was dragged along as a learning experience. You know what I learned? Eight-hour carriage rides, really boring. Can't take notes, you can't write or draw or anything because the bumpy, there's nothing to do. Okay. Uh, is there any other pressing business uh, before we bed down? Or are we good to sleep and get going in the morning? Uh, just a, a controversial opinion. If our friend Thorn isn't waiting for sunup, is there a good reason why we should? Yes. I, I don't want to camp in Devil's Pass. I mean... Okay. We, 
like as kids we'd hear horror, like like you know bedtime stories about that place so i mean it still kind of gives me the uh heebie-jeebies so i i would rather wait till morning Fair enough. Two votes is a wait to be one vote. So, um, we we can I'm, take we can take watch though. I think that's fair. I'll take first watch. I, like I said, I got a letter to write, and I'm kind of can't sleep right now. Can I take uh, first watch with you, Finn? That's something I need to do as well. Sure. Um. Caustic. Yes. Since I believe you have the key, would you mind if we just opened the door so I can get my coffin out? We can just sleep in there, and whoever's watching, taking guard, can just be outside. That also works. That would probably have been a smarter suggestion on my part. We're all tired. I just need an app. Yep, we're all tired. Um, Caustic will kind of open the door, like, stick the key in and, like, do that, like, Vanna White or, like, kind of Porter like, after you motion after opening the door uh, to the guild hall. What? This guild hall seems a lot larger than the last time we were inside it. I don't believe that hallway was there before. Perhaps it rose as we do. But I think I'm going to end up taking the last shift, so I'm going to go ahead and hit the hay. Uh, whoever takes the middle shift just wake me up. And Caustic will just kind of put their spear up, almost like it's like a umbrella, like at the door. <laughs> And then we'll just go upstairs. Um, I might meet you at the last shift. I am not particularly tired. I've been resting all day, practically, apart from this conversation. And I might do a little tinkering with some of the resources that I acquired in Sunshade. But other than that, I'll uh, bid you all a good night. And he'll sort I'll... of like roll out a bedroll on the store, push a away a couple of tables, and look around for anybody to finish saying anything. I'll take the middle watch if nobody else is going to. Just knock. And she will turn around and go find her casket and face plant. I'm going to pull out that scroll from Anastache and start writing Sorry for not answering quickly. I had to, I had a lot I needed to think about. And to be fair, we had to deal with a dragon. We're all okay. But yes, I w we will be in Lorebrum maybe a day or two. And I'd like to talk to you in person about the more about it but as i said yes and he'll roll it up 
and do whatever he needs to do to like have it sent to her. So you'll Cast. see, of course, oh, that uh, pin kind of wrap around the feather, kind of trailing around the paper, and then out of sight. Caster will be uh, sitting kind of close to uh, Finn, and you'll, Finn, you'll notice that he is working on uh, making something out of uh, magnolia flowers. What are you doing? Uh, I'm making something for Callisto. Uh, do you need help? Uh, I'm not very good, you know, but I can give you some inspiration. Uh, it'd be great, because I'm not very good with this either. Alright, I'll, I'll, like, I'll pat him on the shoulder and just be like, you got this, you know, you're making something special for her, so I know you, you'll put your heart into it and give him a bardic inspiration to, like, help him, whatever, kind of give him more help. Yeah, let me see, what can I roll for this? Uh, can I do? Do you want a dexterity or like a nature roll, Corey? Honestly, right now I can't uh, even remember what we talked about. I'm I'm looking through our messages because I've had a lot happen. Oh, you're uh, good. Uh, uh, go ahead and give me a nature. All right. At a um, D8. No, it's a D10 now. Nature. Oh my god, why is it scrolled all the way to the top of this? Uh... Uh, well, 21. So, does what I make turn out pretty well, then? Um, come with me into private chat real quick. I yeah. just... Yep, yep, yep. What the fuck is he up to? Uh, I think uh, I know, but... Alright, Finn. Uh, whoop. That was quick. Yeah. So... Uh, with a with a twenty one, I'd say yeah, that would that would work just fine. Awesome, Caster uh, shows it to Finn. Um, actually, Finn, could you hop in private chat really quick? Okay, <laughs> hold on. I can just deafen if it's about me. I was asking because I didn't want it on recording that I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But Hey, I admit to that all the time. It's a whoop. Yeah. What do you think, Finn? I, yeah, he's back in. I think it looks, looks uh, beautiful. What's it for? Um, just Perkless, though. And he'll just smile a little bit. No, we ain't had a chance to talk really much in a while. How are you doing? Getting close to the end, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, 
I had a bit of a trouble. Um, I had a little bit of trouble when we left Fanshade because of what happened there. I did something I didn't mean to do. But one of the good things about being on an adventure like this is you really don't have time to think about everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Starting to realize that, yeah. A lot of things happen. And, you know, we got to just, we got to focus on the next step. But I've been doing, I've been doing better. I've been dealing with things better than I used to, thanks to you guys. And especially you. You've been a close friend to me through, through this last year and a half. I haven't done much. I've just been, you know, uh, someone who listened to y'all. Sometimes that's all you really need is someone to, 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 to help figure out your own problems. You need to uh, talk to people. Let someone else be your soundboard. Yeah. What, uh, what were you writing about? Uh, you you remember Anastasia, right? I do. She was a really nice girl. Yes, uh, we've been writing back to each other for uh, since I since we left Lorbrum. And her last letter came right before the the dragon attack, where her father basically said she's at the marrying age, and was trying to set her up with somebody. Or, or she, well, she asked me if there was anything, like, anything between us, and if there was, you know. So, now, like, I, I just agreed to be, to, to engage, to be engaged, pretty much. Congratulations, if you need somebody to host the ceremony, you know, I can do that. I would love that. I was going to ask that, if, if you could... You know, it'll feel a bit strange for me in one way, because I've never done somebody's wedding after I've done their funeral. Well, you know, it'll be, it's strange for me, too. I've never been married to somebody after being dead or before, so. <laughs> well, congratulations, friend. Let's, uh, let's go wake up next shift. What do you say? Just one thing before. Yeah. Have you thought about what you say you keep thinking about what's next? What about all this? After say we like we, we beat the bad guy, we save the world. What's next for Castor Sadare? I I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I've, I still have a lot to see in this world, but I want to spend time with Callisto and maybe meet her family and get to know them. Who knows what the future holds, but I want to make sure we all get out of this alive, and I've been preparing myself for that. Well, you, you do remember we both promised we'd make sure they'd get through. So it's on us, isn't it? Isn't it always? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's very true. Uh, I yeah. I went and prepared something earlier, uh, Finn, because I know that the the loot can be hard to use, and if somebody takes it from us and we get imprisoned, we could be in trouble. But I have a spell that will let us teleport back to the temple of my father's here, and all I have to do is say a word. That's good. I feel much better about that. We I, we need all the outs we can get in case this goes bad. Agreed. Have you learned anything fun and useful for our upcoming battles? Well, I'll like put out his hand and the Book of Shadows will appear. I know a lot more like smaller like fun stuff, but I'm still learning these powers I got from Dagon. So we shall see. I think I can curse somebody. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I can as well. I just I don't like preparing that spell. Yeah, but we need every advantage that we that we can get, and I just want to make sure that we survive. You know, I learned how to make a 100-foot-long, 20-foot-high wall of daggers that can prevent people from getting past us. Or that to sounds, us. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Sometimes... Sometimes being a cleric is terrifying. I learned how to make them. a whip out of out of thorns. <laughs> Callisto would appreciate that one. Oh yeah. All right. So, what do you find yourself doing after this? Retirement. Good call. Let's go. Let's go to bed. Wake yeah. up the others. Kestrel go knock on Callisto's coffin. Yeah, she'll she'll come out of it. Uh, Finn and I are getting ready for bed. You said you were taking second watch. Why do you smell like plants? Um, well, I was I was gonna talk to you about that. Uh, we can talk about that another time. I go to bed. I just. Sorry, I we could talk about it now, though, too. Don't you need to go to bed? Yeah, eventually. And so Caster will, you know, he'll look around and he's 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 rather awkward. Um, and then he'll look to Euclisto And he'll say. He talked to me about something, and then we had that fight with that dragon, and we all almost died. And I realized in those moments of being near death that I don't want to die regretting anything. Fucking scene. Hmm? What? Jesus. What? what? Something's falling off my microphone. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I realized I don't want to die with any regrets. And so 
Callisto, and he'll take out this beautifully made crown of magnolias, and I'll say, will, will you marry me? Oh my god, um, she's starting to cry blood again. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, preferably when I'm alive. Can we wait that long? I just wanted you to have this. You said it, if we go to see our family, it should be real, so I wanted to make you something real. She'll look at it and... You know what's funny? Uh... What was that sound effect? A pulsing wave of magical energy will surge from someplace up north. It will have such an effect not only does it feel like as though it was miles away, it may have slightly altered the balance. Things seem off. Um, now, if I remember correctly, Callista, you were given a gift from Xur. I was. Um, I'm wearing and it. That was I'd, I'd be taking as, it off right now. Well, it's it's been made as, as kind of uh, I believe there was essence or something from your home put into it. Uh, Chris, what was what was put into it? Um, yeah, it was um, the wildflowers that Callisto had collected to make that beautiful mosaic on that tree. He had stolen a bit of each type of wildflower to put into the thing, thinking that it would represent like little bits of her her clan. And some ash too, right? And some of the ash that we recovered from the, the forest floor at the site of the incident. Um, so the ash inside, um, you know, because you are, one, you're undead and you have heightened senses. And two, you're, you're a druid. Um, uh, that ash is going to give off this weird feeling of rebirth to you. That's where we'll leave that. Did did Caster sense the same thing, or was it just me? I think everybody at this point sensed that. That that so. Caster's also very in tune with the lines between life and death. The the level of magic is probably well beyond a ninth level spell of what has just gone up up north somewhere. Yeah, I I would imagine. Um, since everybody felt that, and it was it, it was less of a, a sound and more of a feeling and an off kilter kind of thing. Zara's gonna sit up and adjust his eyes and look around, look to Cat Callisto, see the flowers, feel this unbearable, like. A ship is sinking off the side, like something has been thrown off balance, like you said, Corey. And he's going to look you dead in the eyes, Callisto, and he's going to say, he did it, didn't he? Callisto is staring dead at Caster, just wide-eyed, in shock. 
And hearing Zara, she says, I can think of no other explanation. He did it. Okay. I expect a swarm of rats in the morning. And then he's just going to pass out again. Okay. Well. You were saying something before that. I, I, I was, and now I've forgotten what it was. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. We have a family tradition of uh, magnolias for the eldest daughter. Her oh. partner will give her magnolias. And given my sister certainly never got married, I guess we're sticking with tradition. I... does that upset you? No. It's just... I tried so for so long to fight against it, and only now am I realizing the beauty of tradition and family, I guess. But no, I no, picked, I love it. I just picked them because they reminded me of you. Well, that's adorable. <laughs> She'll take off the glass horns, hold them, focus on them, and what you just felt from them. Put them away. Very carefully. And then, as she did roughly a year and a half ago, she will lace the magnolia crown into her horns and run her hand along the blossoms and make them explode in bloom. It works. Astro little wide-eyed. Wow, that was cool. That's part of the point. At some point when we have a minute, I'll explain the whole family tradition, but it's basically taking on the burden of marriage is taking care of the vine. Right? Esther will nod and he'll be like, I, I, I don't know. All I know is it means I get to spend my life with you and that's why I did it. Yeah, that too. She'll kiss him. He'll kiss her back. He's very tired, you can tell. But he wanted to get that out of the... He wanted to get that done. He wanted to make sure that was... We're going to somewhere scary tomorrow. And he didn't want to risk not doing it. What a bad dear. We'll talk about uh, this a little more in the morning. Yeah. Cash, I'll go to sleep. All right. Take watch. So... We cry. Um, of course, nothing else is really going to occur tonight. Um, situations are going to die down. It's going to be late. By the time you guys wake up, I'd say it's probably around, you'd probably sleep in a little bit to get a full night's rest. So you're probably going to want to sleep in until about 9, 10 a.m. Um, of course, the world outside has not gotten worse uh, or, or has not gotten better. Um, it seems more troops from either side of both Thorlum and Fortosum have rejoined the ranks and there are more injured flowing into town. Um, the place is, uh, well, um, not getting better, we'll put it that way. Um, and of course the sounds of war off in the distance only ring true more this morning as they did the night before.
Um, Zare having the luxury of being able to ignore the horrific noises coming from outside um, will be um, sitting up against the wall cross-legged legs out and he'll just be uh, sharpening on a file um, the uh, basically an obsidian arrowhead and um he has a stack of obsidian arrows next to the side. He's been up for a little while. He got probably got a good amount of sleep. Six hours at least. Caustic uh, will probably wake everyone up uh, because they essentially would have taken the last watch with Zare. Uh, they will wake everyone up by doing laps around the guild hall and just being like, well, that way I don't have to wake anyone up. Like I need to get exercise, but I don't want to be out and about, and everyone needs to get up anyway, so everyone just wakes up to, like, gung, 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 like, just throughout the, like, house, like, Caustic is not trying to be quiet, like, so just a beautiful, serene way to wake up. Um, Finn looks for Zareth, sees him in the corner. Uh, Zareth, can I ask you a favor? Uh, of course, Finn. What do you need? You, you you work more with like more than glass, right? Or can you get can you make me a ring? Uh yeah, I can um well actually um a ring. Yeah, I'm I mean it's gonna come out anyways. I'm in, being engaged to Anastash and I like to do it the proper way, you know. Zara's just gonna yell up to like the second story where, where you he can he can see the dust falling from uh, Cossack's like rampant footsteps, and he's just gonna say, "That's four out of five of us." I, I think your your yelling will will kind of startle uh, Fidium over in the uh, kind of like the sitting room. Um, it looks like uh, both him and Arwen had fallen asleep playing cards together the night before. I'm going to turn to look at, at when we see them staring. I'm going to look at uh, Zara and kind of give like a, a head nod to those two and just be like, hmm. Yeah, I hope something works out for them too. And so I innocent. Too. I mean, Fidium's looking around terrified, like, thinking shit's going down, like... It's it's okay. Screaming, bumping. Like no, like, four out of the five, what? Who's dead? Who's poisoned? What's going on? Like... <laughs> it, it It's okay, Fidium. It, it, it's a, it's a, it was basically a joke at Costa's expense. Uh, yeah, Caustic will finish the, the laps probably around about that time. Uh... Don't don't wait on on that fifth one because um, not happening. Elsigal, kind of jovially smile, kind of do a thumbs up. Um, so forgive. Oh, forgive. Forgive me. What do we mean four out of five? And Callisto will step down the stairs, wearing the magnolias in bud form, just casual. Edie's gonna walk by and say, "I'm." Guessing it's the amount of people up early in the morning. <laughs> sure. 
Sure. And, sure. and uh, Sarah will kind of like pull up his sleeves and reveal the, this glass bangle around his wrist. And he'll wink at Callie, and um, then he'll he'll return to Finn. Um, I I I can do decorative jewelry um, for sure. Um, ring sizes are always tricky, but I understand from caustic that there are some magics that can enlarge and reduce items. So i can do my best to make the prettiest ring possible in your design and um i think you can arcane folks can can figure out the rest yeah can you make it into like the entire band's almost like a liar like it looks like yeah. a two intertwining liars Two intertwining liars. Yeah. How about a? Uh, he starts to draw like a circle, a sur a semicircle with his hands. Like how about like a, a a nice solitaire with a stone with a little wire that goes like that. And the stones in the center. Yes. Okay. I uh, I I got some, my friends. Um. Um, yes, yes, trust me with that. Thank you. Is it bad that me is me, Maxwell, as the player said it's a shame she won't be able to see it? I, that is a bad thing to say, yeah, bad. <laughs> uh, so, all right, caustic. Will... Oh, go ahead, Corey. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just want to let us remember one thing. You know, the more we take on certain scenes, the less we get through in a day. Yeah, so. that, that, that's the end. That's, yep. sorry. Caustic will be getting everything kind of packed up and ushering people out of the guild hall to get the key. Uh, Finn, is there? Everyone, I guess, are pretty easier than saying names. Are we ready to go? I think so. And um, Zer will just kind of um, have like He'll get like Fidium and Arwen under the same shoulder and he'll just like say something very casual. Like, I hope you guys had fun last night. Did you get your cards all? Okay. Ready to go? We're going to take one of those trips again. Like, casual conversation. Now, I have to ask are we trying this teleportation in the guild hall or out of the guild hall? No, we're, we're out of the guild hall. I'm not sure. Okay, just everyone making else, so. sure. No, yeah. no, no. We're not doing temporal dimensional vortexes and also leaving the key like no no, no we're okay. taking the key <laughs> out of the lock and putting we're it not on. crossing the streams exactly <laughs> all right so we're heading to devil's pass as uh, close as caustic can take us yep caustic will do their best to remember the summer of third grade vacation that they took I'll start to play the liar and try His to get Game Boy th ran out of batteries halfway through and he was upset. <laughs> I mean, for real. That... <laughs> hell, what the hell is a Game Boy? Um, it's a boy who plays games with you. Yeah. And yeah. When you're a noble, you just hire a boy to always play games and he dies. He gets killed by bandits and then you're bored for the rest of the day. Um, so, you know, of course, you'll you'll get this liar, you'll kind of push everything together, you'll think of this area, and 
and a short bit of time, you guys will teleport. Uh, by the time you open your guys' eyes again, you will find yourself kind of in this weird uh, wooded crossroads. You know, there's there's a couple trees here and there, and they're sparsely populating, but the most thing is, as the biggest thing in these areas are the, the large um, kind of... Uh, I, I would say it's more like a plain-like area with a few sparsely populated trees. And the dirt roads uh, crossing probably look as though they've been here for years. They, they look at one point like they may have been cobblestone. However, uh, you know, years of wear and tear, nobody taking care of them. It's, it's kind of lost under a, a short pile of dirt. Hmm. You know, in times of war, kingdoms would often not repair their roads for fear that their enemies might come across them and suspect them of repairing them for the purposes of deploying troops. Maybe this was a long time coming. Or, if this area is as bad as everyone says, it might be hard to get road crews out here. Uh... Finn, Listo, anything? Uh, what do you mean? We're we're looking for the purification something, right? We're, we're a crystal, but there's also a possible lead that it may be what Finn needs, and if Finn will be told that he's close. All right. I'm like, take a step away from the group and see if I feel any, like, does the tattoo glow or Dagon give me anything? Like, I'll ask him, is the purification of the half of it anywhere near here? You feel that for some reason Dagon's presence isn't here. That's disconcerting. I don't feel... Like Dagon's presence for the first time since I made the deal with him. Is it disconcerting? Um, I imagine being separated from your patron is probably a little disconcerting. Here, um, just a little something to to ease your mind, knowing that at least I have your back if your patron is missing, and he'll just kind of um, touch the tattoo, and um, he'll impart um, the mark of the lily, the Dagon's mark. Um, So uh, Finn and I have plus one, two attack rolls and saving throws, but it's more of a symbolic gesture. Well, I do appreciate that, but it's the fact that something's here that might be powerful enough to, to block out that connection. Mm. Mm. That is more interesting. I'm Arwen a little more terrified. Say what? Arwen is looking a little weak. Um, Arwen, uh, what are you feeling? I don't. I don't know. I just feel drained. Like, there's something here that shouldn't be. 
do you think maybe go back to the sword it might help or do you want to keep going uh, well, I mean the sword's here with us and I don't know just, just something feels off I don't I don't think... do you think what's not supposed to be here is an object or a creature do you, can you tell that I don't know. I'm going to look up into the trees where I expect to hear birds and stuff. And I'm I'm going to look around and see if there are any kind of talismans or effigies that might be um, hanging that somebody might have left or that might have been here for a specific purpose. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Certainly. That's a 13. Um, so the birds are kind of staying probably about a quarter of a mile away from this entire area. The, the crossroads itself seem to be just like a place where a lot of uh, animals aren't really going around. Um, and if you if you had to kind of guess, there's there's like something kind of sitting in a bit of a bump in a dirt in the middle of the road on a log in the middle of the sea. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I I look all around, and then I realize there's no movement, no animals crossing, like you said. And then to the middle of the road, and I just point for everybody else to see. Guys. Caster will look at what Zareth points at and you'll see his eyes flash as he casts Detect Magic. Um, so there is uh, there's a bit of residual magic in something in the center of the road underneath some dirt. Uh, but with, without really opening it up and, and taking a look or digging it up, you're, you're not really going to have a lot of... Yeah, you're not going to really have a lot of luck. Castor yeah, will cock his head in and look at the, the lump and he'll say, if there's something under there that's magical, I I could go... I could go see if you'd like. I could go dig it up as a wolf. Probably would be a little more durable than most of you if something goes wrong. I think that's, I mean, not a bad idea, but how about, uh, like, he'll hold up his mage hand, and, I, and we just do it this way. I, that way. Can we think, I, not to say that I don't want to, because I think that, but is this something that we want to uncover? If this is something that is possibly not supposed to be here, is this something that we want to mess with? Yes. I agree with Callisto. I don't know if it's for the exact same reason, but I think removing anything unnatural that is preventing the animals and the life to come to this place. Corey, do I, I get enough idea? Do I get enough of a feeling whether or not the magic around the area is more of like a necrotic energy or a poisonous energy or anything like that? It's not really so it's not really on a heavy school of magic. It's more like a different 
plane of existence, which is incredibly rare. Um, I, I mean, like, we've run across a lot of incredibly rare things. And, like, meeting a deity and everything, like, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, this is, like, something is here that shouldn't be. Um, give so, me, give me a bit, because, because you're, you're holy, you've, you've had time to study certain signs and symbols. Um, give me a religion check, close by. But you're looking at an 18 for religion. Um, there are what is known as um, jagged uh, jagged thongs, which are these weird-looking, uh, almost like weed-like plants that sprout like purple, kind of very pointy flowers. And now these things are only found in a few couple of places. You know, one, you know, is usually up in the mountains in an area with a lot of mist, um, usually with a lot of altitude, uh, things where they, they like to live in places that are really hard for things to survive or where demons have been. Okay. Um, uh, Plant life around, is it withered at all, dying, stuff like that? I wouldn't say it's dying, but it's definitely not thriving either. Um, all right. You know, it's it's mostly like a lot of dirt, but that could also be a mixture of like between travel and, and people, you know, walking over the area and such. Actually, can I ask a question? Uh, I hate to treat my horn vine like a canary in a uh, mine, but... Would the flowers be wilting right now on my horns, or are they okay? No, nah, they're fine. Okay, so cool. nothing is like nothing is like dying from the presence. It's just like things seem off. They're unnatural here. They're not right. All right, so Kester will clutch his holy symbol, and when we go up to approach this, he will cast Aura of Purity. To help protect himself and his allies from anything that might be unimpure. Well, I have an archaeologist kicked. Um, They're not a good idea, though, with the mage hand. Maybe both in conjunction. Can can you see how deep it is? Uh, well, so Caster would be able to tell that it is less than three feet deep, correct, Corey? Because then if I, it was more than three feet deep, I wouldn't be able to see it because of Detect Magic. It's probably on the top, like, it, it's probably not under the ground for more than, like, ten inches. About a foot Okay, deep. then Mage Hand can probably take care of it. Blisto might know a spell as well. She's a druid and deals with nature. I know some I know some spells that can move earth and things like that, but I haven't prepared any of them. I know of spells like that, but I also didn't prepare them. 
not really we, big in moving we, things, just becoming mage, mage hand it is. Then uh, well, we we have also encountered a lot of instances where mixing magics, especially uh, magics we don't understand completely, can have drastic consequences. Maybe Finn, you can help excavate the dirt while I dig around whatever is buried. I mean, if you think it's a good idea getting that close to it. I don't think anybody else has that idea of getting that close to it. He looks around at the animals that aren't there. Um, but it's here for a reason, and we were led to believe that there is something here that will help us. So I uh, say, let's go for it. And uh, let's start... Um, digging and um, moving aside piles of dirt for uh, Finn to to help me with. Caustic to be doubly safe since Zare is uh, going up to possibly physically touch whatever object this is will pass protection from evil and good on him. So we'll kind of put his hand on Zare's shoulder and then you'll see almost like a quick wave of ash go over uh Zare's body and it kind of fade to his own skin. And then to, to complement that, because there are sort of like complementary effects going on, you'll just see the mark of the lily just flash again on just on like the um like the Order. C five of his spine and um and the, the two effects will combine into one. Alright. Well then I'll be right next to you then. Hey, um, do you want me to actually roll a archaeologist tools check to excavate this thing, or do you want me to just uncover it's it gonna gradually? Be, it's it's going to be pretty simple. Um, okay. You are going to kind of, it's going to take no time at all. The dirt is loose. Um, this couldn't have been buried longer than maybe a week at most. Um, mm -hmm. Inside are a couple of bones, uh, maybe some animal bones, like a, a wolf's femur. Um, there's a couple of bat fangs, um, a shriveled uh, wing of uh, what you could assume is a sparrow or something, um, and there is kind of black wax and sage kind of all kind of sparsely placed throughout this entire box. Creepy. Spell box. Can, can, I, come, can I come up uh, behind Zer and look at the box, see if there's anything I'd recognize about it? From my own experience with druidic magic? Uh, sure. Um, go ahead and roll a religion. Absolutely. You've never seen one of these personally, uh, but with a 17, you'll know that this is a short range demon summoning. Like, it doesn't create the demon, it doesn't break down the walls and let these demons into our realm. The demon has to already exist. It's just kind of like a ping, like a text message to a demon saying, hey, I'm here, I want to talk. Or like, come meet me on the corner, kind of thing. Would I be able to tell if the box has been used? Or has been successful? Oh, it's been used. Great. Uh, I'll turn to Zer and the group and say, we need to destroy this as soon as humanly possible. Um, this is for summoning demons. 
that do anything, though. Uh, quick question that is kind of important. Is it used simultaneously to bind that demon to a task? If we destroy this, will it then free the demon? Would I be able to tell? Yeah. Could I take a look at it? I mean, you could take a look. I have more of the holy background. Take a swing at it religiously. Yeah. 22. It wouldn't... So the demon's here, really, for for one reason. Um, That is is kind of like on a whole other level beyond this little box. Um, Like I said, this little box is like a short-range text message of like, hey, I'm here, I want to talk kind of situation. The demon already okay. exists. I, I figured um, it was... Yeah. I, I just wanted to, to double check that we weren't going to be like, hey, unshackle on accident. So, okay. I, I could uh, give it a shot at destroying it. It's magical, right? Like, I can... S- I mean, not really. Now that the usage is over, it's pretty much like... Okay, so... And we... Is it able to be used again? Yeah. Um, potentially. I, I, I don't know. If, does Finn ask that question out loud? Yeah, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was... I, well, Finn, if no, Finn no, asked no, that I question out loud... You, you asked that out loud. Would Caster know that yes, it could be, based on looking at it? With a 22, yes. The only thing necessary is the person who wishes to contact them must sacrifice a drop of blood. Aster will say, it is possible to use it again. No. But let's not, because if this is for summoning, calling, bringing around demons, devils, fiends, I think that the only one who fits that description is not someone I want to meet right now. It might be what we need to meet, though. We don't know yet. There's no way it could be to, like, Zalem. No. No, Zalem is, uh... <laughs> no. He's a god, not a fiend. Let's count our allegiances here. If Zalem wants to, quote, shatter the multiverse, then that would mean that this demon... Presuming, presuming that they are even safe after the multiverse is shattered, the demon would have no more deals to make. Demons don't technically make deals. Devils do. I'm so sorry. Was that a cue? I just heard a sound effect. I haven't used any sound Okay, cool. Never mind. Sorry to interrupt. Just birds you. chirping. It's corrupting this place. We need to get rid of it. Absolutely. Getting rid of it is is fine. I just don't think we should use it again. How? I mean, this would be the fastest way to get to it. To... What? Do we need to talk to a demon right now? No, we need to... If we summon it here, we can deal with it here. 
instead of having to go look for it. Why do we need to look for it? What, why do we need to interact with it? Is, is the box not the thing that is... Just if we destroy this box... Speak up a bit. Why Why are we here in the beginning? What, yeah, that was my question, Fidium. I'm, I'm, I'm confused why we came to Devil's Pass not expecting to find a fiend. We're here to help Callisto and possibly Finn, though I think that's kind of not an option anymore, Finn. I, I, uh, so, Callisto, we're, we're here to find a lead, find a piece of crystal to help her You're condition. Fine. I don't think calling this demon will do anything. I think if we destroy mm -hmm. this box, then that will deal with the tie to another plane that is causing this area to be bad. At least it'll make it harder for it to find us. It's on this plane. I don't think it's even looking for us. I, I mean, don't think it's looking for us. Yes, I... I think you guys got the wrong idea about this place. Um, have you guys never heard about the Demon Crossroads? I don't know much, honestly. The ones Caster, Caster probably has. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, Finn probably has as well. So then you know that the only thing here that's going to be worth anything to us is that demon. People come to make deals with this thing. They trade items, their souls, all for things they want. Pure power, religion. Like, if you believe in that stuff, I mean, if we're not looking to make deals with a demon, then we shouldn't be here. In that case, do we want to call see if it has what we need? I hate to say it, that actually is not the worst idea in the world. I Sarah will just roll his eyes. <laughs> okay. Callie will give him a look. At at the ready, if things go foul. I think you should be able to handle things. If not, we can run to Lorebrim uh, as we ran last time. So uh, I'll I'll have the liar ready. Callisto, uh, I think this deal is technically yours to me. Uh, though yeah. I will. I can help pay some price, depending on what the price is. We can hope the infernal blood... I mean, I know there's stuff between devils and demons, but we can hope the infernal blood smooths things over a little bit. I'm not really looking to make a deal, just get information. I don't have much of a soul to sell, I suppose. Castor looks uneasy. Regardless, um, Corey, question. Potentially. Would I be able, having grown up around tieflings and people of infernal descent, to possibly be able to track down a demon scent-wise, like with direwolf nose? Um, probably not. No, it's a stretch. Um, okay. It, mostly because they can... 
they have their own pocket dimensions just as you guys have like your own guild hall so like chances are it, it like it it might be on the same plane of existence but in a different pocket dimension of its own so like it may not be findable on your plane of existence currently um, I mean, most demons, you know, they don't even start being a, like a demon or a devil until like, say, level like eight or nine. So whatever you're dealing with has access to decently common sized magic between like levels five and six. Maybe yeah, five. no, no one cares about an imp or a lemur or anything like that. It's when you start getting to the big boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I don't I don't want to be the bad guy. I I don't want to be a tyrant. But we came here for a reason that was not particularly understood by all of us. But regardless of that, I will have hated to waste a day trying to get my mother back. And like Fidium said, and like you said, we're here for answers. And so, if it's not going to be your blood, I'm ready for it to be mine. I just don't want to catch anybody off guard. And you'll see he already has one of the obsidian arrowheads pressed against his thumb. Okay, first of all, I don't have blood. Second of all, where did we get to blood? I was just going to try and talk to the thing. This is the way to talk to him. Well, to none of you guys, him. none of none of you should have. Well, I guess I could just say Caster told you guys that he didn't want to because then he thought Finn would just do it. Um, that's why I didn't say that we needed to use a drop of blood. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want impulsive Finn to go and just do it. But Caster would be like, "Yeah, it's the right idea. You need a drop of blood, and the box can be used again to contact the the demon." All right. Uh, wait, hold on. I cry blood, don't I? This is a Corey question. Yeah, roughly. I mean, sometimes. Yep. Depending upon your your how you're feeling that day, like sometimes your constitution can make fake blood. But... Am I am I feeling a little constitutiony today? I think I could make blood myself. Give me a constitution save. Great. It is like force acting cry. You're not going to muster it today. That is a natural one for the listeners. Three altogether. Okay, yeah, somebody else used their blood. I can't do it. Okay. Then I have trust in all of you that we will figure out what we are trying to do. And he'll just kind of like tip the arrowhead into his thumb which will be painless because obsidian is the sharpest thing in the world. <laughs> and um and the blood will fall into the into the box. Hello? Nothing. I'll say hi and infernal. Um would any of you guys like to Roll a knowledge check on this to see if you, you know, if you're following the right steps. Uh, can yeah, that. can I roll an Arcana check? 
uh, arcana, religion. Yeah, we can all do that. I'll do a history, um, because that's where Zare will have most of his knowledge from the actual Demon Crossroads in your last chance near Aharaza. So we got a 16 for Caster, 19 for Caustic, 8 for Finn. Finn, you're probably not going to know. Uh, Callisto, yeah. 17, and Zer with a 6. Zer, you're probably not going to know either. Um, for everyone else, um, you know, this prick is going to go down. You're going to wait for a few seconds, and then, you know, you're going to think for a few seconds, maybe back to something you've read or you've written or maybe a story that you've been told along the road. Once the blood is introduced, you'll have to close it and then rebury it in the center of a crossroads. Caster will point that out. That would make sense. Um... We're at one. Yep. You just and put it's it right here back. for a reason. Yeah, just put it right back and we'll dig it. We'll cover it back up. Um, Zer will do that and just mumbling to himself. It's probably the reason it's been here for centuries, as long as I can tell. So, of course, the moment you do this, the sky is going to go a little gray. Um, sunlight is going to be a bit hard to see. The birds, I wouldn't say are going to fly away, but they're going to be quiet, um, almost as if they're afraid. And you guys can hear kind of the rumbling of like maybe some thunder across the sky. A form will shape under a tree to the right side. It is white and gangly. Its its face is sunken. Its teeth are kind of not well hidden behind its its wrinkly outlook, and its eyes are red with very small pupils and slits in between them. Its skin is very tight. It looks kind of like this for you guys. Lovely. Mm. You okay. called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're that entertaining. I find my own entertainment. Callisto? Hello. I care to to ask. I've got that handled. Hi. Apologies for uh, interrupting your entertainment. We just, or rather I, just... I had a question to ask you, maybe a couple, if you have the time. I don't deal in questions, girl. I deal in deals. What are you looking for? And what do you want? Quite frankly, I'm looking for the purification crystal that I've been told is in your woods. Or these woods, I don't know if they're yours. That might have been presumptuous. I have it. You do. Within my possession. It was traded not too long ago from a boy who didn't know what he had. What do you mean by not too long ago? I understand your kind live a rather long time. Around 300, 400 years ago. Hmm. 
What would you need for me if I wanted it? Need from me if I wanted it. Clearly you don't have a soul, so I couldn't bargain for that. No. I don't know. Um, it's kind of an irreplaceable item. Or it's on something irreplaceable as well. Zara is going to sign to Callisto that 400 years ago was the same time frame as the lich that got frozen in the other forest. Just out of curiosity. Thank you for reminding me. I was thinking something very different. I don't know. Cool. I, I, I don't know what Callisto is going to do with it, but Zara just remembered it and like, that's relevant to Callisto. So. Yeah, her, her eyes go wide and she goes, oh, okay. Excuse me, uh, can we do a quick inventory check? Um, Callisto, can you come over here for one second while I check our inventories here to see what we have that we can trade you? Sure. I. He'll kind of give like a wave of his hand, like, get on with it. He's got better things to do. Um, she will, you she take... will sign. Will you take. She will uh... sign. Whoa! No, no, sorry. One at a time, guys. Go, sorry. Uh, she will sign to Caustic and Zer. I was just planning on giving him some of my memories and or my lifetime. I don't know. Not before. That wasn't quite what I meant. But... Catch <laughs> will shake his head okay. at that. Nope. I... Uh... What did what was Finn saying? He's gonna walk up. Will you will you take my like if I can you take like I guess the best way to put it if I offered my ability to play music would that be an uh, a reasonable have another trade? Finn, Finn, I have something else that doesn't isn't detrimental. I just want to make sure everyone is okay with it before I do it. So. Sorry, sir, I will have to rescind offer temporarily. Finn, he please don't yourself and the next deal better be something you're Thank willing you. to offer. Thank you. Thank you. That's, um, and I'll just think that is ultimately, I think that may possibly be an option, but I don't think we need to jump to that. Um, sir, what, it, it, sorry, Caustic, whatever you're suggesting, do it quickly. I just want to make sure Caustic will Pull out the key to the house. Pretty unique. Pretty useful. But not necessary. If Caustic is doing this in like a huddle. Not not so that this guy can see. I want to make sure everyone is okay with giving up our house. Aster will speak up and say, what about the deck? I don't I don't want to give that away. I don't want to do that to Andy. That's a that's a person. We can't do that to Andy. What if the, Andy could ante up something? I don't think we'd have the time. I want to have to play a game like, hey, hold on. We just, I, I think we have something that I think is of equivalent value that is not a loss for us, a huge one. We can camp, we can find inns, but there's no arcane power to it. This isn't like, shouldn't be able to weaponize. It is incredibly useful and incredibly powerful, but not dangerous that's true and the only thing of value in my hands is the casket and 
God willing, we won't need it after this. I'm gonna. Something... Sorry, go ahead. Cassie. I'm gonna just go out on a, a limb here and try something really quick. And under his breath, he'll hear Caster asking his father if there's anything he could possibly give up. And I'm gonna attempt a divine intervention. <laughs> it will not work. Oh, I wanted to at least roll. I yeah. wouldn't work. <laughs> I gotta roll below and I'm level 30 real quick. <laughs> I I uh, have something interesting. Okay. And it's it's what? thanks to Callisto's idea that I inadvertently sparked. But do you remember in the labyrinth of the crystal there was that ancient cogsmith clock, cosmological clock of the planes. The one that ultimately yes. led us to offer also. There was a maker's mark on that, which I have memorized. I had always assumed that that maker's mark would become useful, but so far it hasn't. And if we only have so many days left on this plane before we have to prevent its destructions, I would be willing to depart with the memory of that maker's mark, which is obvious of a very powerful artificer. I could give up my wings. No. I I still think the key is the best. I, I'll offer option. the key, and if he, if he doesn't take it, then we'll have to just we'll... But can't he up? He doesn't, yeah. If he doesn't take it, I can add things to it. Yep, uh, so I'll turn around. Uh, so, what we have to offer a trade. Uh, first off, I'm going to show and then ask, can you show us the crystal in return to make sure that you actually have it? You'll see kind of shadows forming in his hand and a uh, red and black crystal with kind of shimmering colors in between it. Uh, the, the kind of shifting red and black will kind of be in his hand. Okay. Uh, what I have in my possession is a key that when inserted into a door opens up to Thank you. a mansion. Uh, yes. I know of the item. It is not equivalent. You're asking for a crystal that has not been made in millennia. The last known cure for vampirism. And you want to give me a 4,000 gold gift. So Not that's the only one I've come across. Okay. Uh, I'll make you a deal. In return. I can already read your thoughts. You are engaged. Were you to have children, your firstborn is a boy. Corey, I need to clarify. Who are you Christopher talking to? Free. Yeah, who is he? Who is he talking to? Directly, directly at the two people who just got engaged the night the night before. Oh, okay. Right, because so, that's three right, people. Pull that back. I'll, I'll edit this out. Click, click, clack, <laughs> click, clack. He'll turn directly to Callisto and Caster. I will make you a deal, and it's the best one you're gonna get. You two have just recently got engaged, and I can see it. 
There are things I can sense. In the years to come, you may have children. If your firstborn is male, the crystal is free to you. But if your firstborn is a female, she shall be mine. Turn and look at Castor. Castor looks horrified. And he'll say, is there any way I can counter with my divinity? I cannot take your hope. But I can take your blood. Meaning? No. I don't think we have a better option, dear. I hate to sacrifice the possibility of something else for my own happiness, but... Up to you. Aster will think on it. And he'll look at her and say, No, it, it's up to you. This is for your soul. But you're the one I'm going to share it with. So then, have it to share. If something happens there is later. One other deal. If you're willing. Tell me before I say yes. If you're not willing to give your child. And he'll point to Castor. At the strike of midnight on your 60th birthday. Your soul becomes mine. As Castor. I'm not Castor. Callisto turned to look at Castor. That is a deal I cannot take. I'll take option one. Cash still put a hand on her shoulder. Stopping her or supporting her? No, supporting her. A contract of paper will appear in front of you in a black quill for your signature in this deal. I'm gonna read that thing up and down and make sure that is Caustic actually will fully. Go ahead and give me an investigation. I gotcha. I give her a bardic inspiration. Oh, oh I... <laughs> It is Caustic. Uh, Caustic got a natural 20. Uh, Callisto got a 12. Caustic, it is signed, sealed, and delivered. There is no loopholes. There is no strange things. If she has a... Was it, was it a female? A female child. child shall be firstborn. And it, it is specifically the firstborn, right? The firstborn. If it okay, is a firstborn, firstborn is a female, he claims it. Oh, female. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, so okay, if it's a boy, she gets it for free. Like the like that's it. That he 
he only made a deal that if her firstborn was a female, he gets the child. Oh, I, it does suck about the no loopholes on our ends. I'm honestly caustic as reading to make sure there's no loopholes on his end. Like, to make sure that this demon can't do anything funky to get extra or, like, get Callisto's soul or Caster's soul or the kid's soul if it's invalid. Okay. Okay. Caustic will kind of look at Callisto and nod. Just kind of do that, like, one solid nod. Callisto will nod back. Take the quill. Turn back to Caster. Just give him a sad smile. She'll sign it. The crystal. Once the paper is signed, we'll leave his hands and float over to you. The contract will roll up, poof away into a pocket dimension. Any ideas? None on my end. That was very good. That was simple. Um, I was gonna say just complete earnesty. He's gonna be kind of like staring up into the, the back of his skull and he's be like, so since you can already read our minds. What happens when we destroy your box? Nothing. Someone will make another, and I shall need them. I am not tied to that box. That's kind of interesting. Destroy it, if you wish. Again. Someone will make another. Yes, that is the nature of humanity, roughly speaking. He shrugs in agreement. Humans are very distinct creatures. You cling to gold, fame, fortune, long-lasting lives, longer... And you'll trade anything for it. I suppose a long-lasting life means very little if you don't have somewhat of a something or a someone to spend it with. And he'll smile at Callisto and Castor. We're done. Very well. He will disappear. And with that, the storm above will leave. I was just staring at the crystal. So this is it, huh? suppose it is.
So, Corey. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Logistics. How do I use this? Just chatter it? Like every other crystal. Okay. Yeah. You should. That's what I thought. Just the, okay, awesome. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Great. Um, Zer will be um, watching to see if Finn's tattoo interacts, since we're talking about the same god, technically, and the same type of corruption. Just to see if anything happens. Caster, before she goes to shatter, will use his prayer beads and bless her himself and uh, Finn, because Finn was looking for things here as well. I think I'd just rather go before you use that. I don't want to be here anymore. Agreed. You got a little room? Are we teleporting? Yeah, uh, yeah are we, are we Wait, going to the room? Can, can, I, can I see the world Let's, map really quick? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pull up the world map real quick for us. Okay, because I might be able to help us get there quicker. Where are we at? Devil's Pass, which is... I assume we'd be like in the middle of it. I just yeah, you're to literally at the crossroads. Or at the Demon's Crossroads. So we're down here. No, we're at the Devil's Pass. There's a different crossroads. So the, the sign the sign isn't directly over top of where it's at. Like, the crossroads is literally the crossroads, the little road. Okay, because I was going to say, if we, I thought it was down here, so I was like, I can recall us to here so we can teleport to Lorebrim. But if we're here, then... Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I think you're going to find that you might not be able to make it to Lorebrim in one teleport. Oh, wait, we are down there? Yeah. yeah. I thought we were in the, the forest. We were in Devil's, Devil's Pass. Well, I, think I we was told Devil's are, are Pass. We not... Yeah, isn't that right here? No, Devil's... Look at the look at the map. We are looking at the map. There's yeah, Devil's... Yeah, well, Devil's... Hanging. I thought There's you a... were talking about Devil's Crossroad, where you guys wanted to make the deal, where you were told about. I thought that you had said Devil's Pass was where that was. I, th I think that's confusion on our part. We thought yep. Devil's Pass. Sorry. So, yeah. Oh, I'll, I may I'll, have said it wrong earlier. Yeah. It, it was in Devil's Crossroad. Okay. I will. Okay. I will. Regardless, I will, we know where we are. If we want to. Do we want to save a teleport? <laughs> do we want to yeah. save a teleport or do we want to save my teleport? Uh, how long before you can use your teleport again? I can only use it once a day. It's a seventh level spell or sixth level spell. I mean, Let's... we can. Go. Go ahead, Finn. Sorry. We can stop at Cherryton because I know there, and then from there teleport to Lorbrum if if that's enough. No. Yeah. We'd have to go to I... um Blarg, which we've been to. You can go to Blarg. Yeah. Blarg, and then teleport to Lorbrum. Let's, let's do that then. Yeah, and and we're just straight start. jumpering it too. Like we're gonna land in Blarg and then land in Blarg. Like we're not doing yeah. anything in Blarg, right? Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. Do you guys will land in Blarg? 
you guys will be there just long enough to get your bearings. Um, and then you are going to teleport again. And you'll be in a creaking shack by the sea. And I need everyone to roll constitution save. Because that is going to be hard on your stomachs. Oh, poor caster. He's not good oh, at those. Real quick, Corey, how did Blark look? Because it is like right in the battlegrounds. How is Blark looking? Not great. Um, you're you're basically kind of teleporting in the trees over by, but you were just like seeing smolders of what I, I imagine. Left. Yeah, it's like like a saving private Ryan, like bombed out city. Basically, we're just like, well, yep, not here. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you've ever seen like Rick and Morty where they go through a portal and they're like, yeah, fuck no. And then they just kind of like go through again. Yeah, it's basically. That's the funniest thing I've seen in okay. my life. So anybody who has a constitution save below a 12 will throw up. Can I roll it? We're all good. We did it. Wait, um, how about Fidium? Uh, oh, yeah, Fidium. <laughs> well, let's, let's see how he does. Constitution save. Oh, we're perfect at playing one. sliders. Okay, um, Finn, whatever you need to do, you go ahead and do it. I am not leaving the shack because if I see one person that I don't want to see, there will probably be violence. He, before you even said anything, he left. Aster followed because you asked him to. Uh, he'll, he'll stop before he gets the door. Like, I ain't doing it now. I just need to talk to her. Oh, you, okay. You, you stick with Callisto. Um, so you guys will find yourself in a shrieking shack over by the sea. And honestly, before we go any further, I think we've kind of reached the point in the night where this is a good place to end it. Yeah. And pick up next game. know me i am the diggity diggity dungeon disaster dj here back again to thank you guys for listening subscribing following and doing all those extra things in between make sure you check out our patreon if you haven't already check out our twitter uh, and our uh, twitch as well because season three is fastly approaching and season three will in fact be on uh, live stream and um, we're going to be doing that on on twitch so check that out. Uh, big shout out to Sirenscape. If it weren't for you guys allowing us to use all these extra sounds and music in the background, it would just be a really, really hard time editing one, and it would be absolutely nowhere as good as it is now. Um, the music, the special effects, the sound effects that you guys allow us to use is absolutely fantastic. If you haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out. There's a a link to every sound that we use down in the description, and it, it's all straightforward. It's such a great app. Um, also, thank you to uh, Cobalt Press. 
um, for Tomes of Beast and Creature Codex. So some of the best books I, I think I've ever had for monsters and, and kind of stuff like that. Um, we use them in the podcast. If you haven't seen them, go ahead and read them. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you guys. And remember, keep your opportunities open. Mm-hmm.